0: and Junkies presents Escape from Ulfheim, episode 38, A Pyramid of Problems. Why, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to my terrible yet wonderful homebrew world of Escape from Ulfheim. I, of course, am Chad, and I will be most of the people in this world and the DM in charge of this chaos. But let us go around the table before we talk about that chaos and find out who is joining us this evening or this day or this morning or whenever the hell you're listening to this. Let's start with Carrie.
1: Hello, I'm Carrie and I will be playing very mostly wood elf, mostly warlock, the partially wizard, but the always fabulous. <laughs> that sounded so much to me in my head.
0: Chef's kiss. Perfect. Loved it. Let's go to Caitlin.
1: What up? I'm Caitlyn. I play Damien, the other half of the Warlock squad, who is 90% anger, 10% mental breakdown, and wants his fucking bird! He's an Air Ganassi Warlock. Shadow sorcerer. Anger management somewhat.
0: Fuck you. All these are facts. All these are facts. Next we go to Matt. I'm Matt and I'm playing
2: Detective White, dancer and getting me PD, Um, trying to become friends with the party, Uh, it's going about as well as you might expect, especially with Damien, Um, also a Power Ranger, also trying to avoid this fangirl, please keep her the fuck away from me.
0: And... Way to treat your fans there, Matt. Way to treat your fans. That's
2: Wyatt, not Matt.
1: That's Wyatt, not Matt. And who went on a fanboy rampage around the library instead of, you know, looking for literally anything useful?
2: Hey, hey, judge.
1: I will judge. It's my whole fucking job.
0: (laughs) And last and certainly not least, let's go to Alex.
3: Hi, I'm Alex, and today I am playing Avery. Or well, this evening, or whenever you're listening to this, as Chad would say. And he is an Azamara wizard with a cat in the hood. As much as I'd let to say a cat in the hat, he's there's no cat in the hat, it's just a cat in the hood.
0: Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. Cat in a hood, cat in a hat. Lots of things happening over in the
4: mat. Nah, that didn't make sense. Okay, last time on Escape from Wolf Farm. Bam. This retrospective isn't going to be very exciting, folks. Really, you need to just go back and listen to the last episode. As last episode, the party all got back together, finally. And then had lots of deep and interesting conversations about their life and if they were going to join the Resistance. We learned a lot about Damien. We learned some about General Calypso. We saw Wyatt try and fail at being friends with anyone in the actual party. Multiple different attempts were made by Wyatt. None of them went the best. Avery resummoned his familiar, even though he realized it might piss Damian off, but he brought his cat back anyways. And Virian, as always, acted mostly as the voice of reason. And in the end, all four decided to help the resistance. But in doing so, and trying, ...to talk about what, you know, the Resistance actually knew when going over their map... ...General Calypso came to realize that the gang here might have their fingers in a few more pies than thought.
0: We, though, jump right back into the action. This is about an hour after the end of the last episode... As the four of you finally finish telling General Calypso and the rest of the Resistance what you were going to tell them. Some of you hiding some things, some of you telling them everything. But, as this all occurs, General Calypso, with her arms crossed in front of her, her beautiful blue eyes staring at all of you, goes, Okay, so, if I'm getting this correct, you two... Pointing at Virian and Damien don't even belong in this reality at all. And not only did you survive the cube, but you also then were sent to an island where you fought monsters of different degrees. Somehow survived that and then went to a hospital and an aquarium Where everything blew up. She turns. And you, looking at Avery, seem to have been a part of the history of this whole fucking realm. Know nothing about it. Were brought back to life in a laboratory and then sent to said hospital that these two were already at. Survived all of that. And then you went to a... Another pocket dimension and dealt with a creature called Kazador And you, over here, Detective Wyatt, drop on me this entire fucking briefcase of knowledge about the Snatcher and all of this, and you have been here for 500 years and apparently this traces back even farther. Do I have all of this Correct.
2: Well yeah, I thought you pretty much summed it up um you not know, with a nice little bow on top, yeah.
0: Okay, well now that we are all caught up, I suppose I I don't I, I, I don't even know where to go from here. You all seem to be so very important. I. You see her put her hand down, like she uncrosses her arms and just puts her face into her hand. I. I, I don't even. Okay, well. I guess the best place to start then is. Do you want to know anything from us? I, I mean, and. Equivalent exchange of information is always what we at the Resistance are here for, and I will not hide anything from any of you if any of you wish to ask any questions.
1: And you get me out of here, if I help you?
0: She looks you directly in the eye, Damien. I... I don't want to lie to you, Damien. I think so. Your situation seems to be very special, yours and Virian's. If you... I can promise that I can get you away from Harm. I cannot promise where I can get you to.
1: It's better than still being here. As you said, we're not supposed to be here in the fucking first place. And yet, somehow, all the problems have come down to us.
0: Yes, once again, I, I don't know how the four of you seem to be so interconnected to all of these occurrences that are happening here but I am glad that you are here with us and are at least for whatever reason that you all choose, choosing to help us at the resistance and hopefully save Ganymede. Did any of the other three of you wish to know anything?
2: Does that offer extend to myself and Avery?
3: Of I can make my own decision.
2: I, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, just, I, I was one of those, just um, Damien Viewed who got that offer. Because I, well, I would very much like to go back to Angel Grove. My family's there.
0: I think that once again, you and Wyatt, and you at least, I. I think I could, the Ministry and the rest of us, the Band of Atomism, through some not so wonderful means, I do believe we could get you home. I know that you didn't ask, Avery, but I... Once again, your situation seems to be of something different, and I cannot promise that I even understand completely what is going on with you at all so i cannot promise that i would be able to return you to your home but i will do everything i can obviously Alright.
1: hate to burst your bubble here wyatt but unless they can travel through time you're human your family's dead hun
2: am doesn't always go the same in different dimensions, who knows how long time has been going, where I come from, to where I have, where, where I am here and all from, who knows how long it is. Just saying, I I, I know and I, I do appreciate it, uh, but at least it would be my home, if nothing else. Um, I was in before, but that would... I've got a chance to escape. I've been looking for a way home for 500 years. I'll do whatever it takes to help Resistency.
0: She gives it a nod towards you, Wyatt, before turning her attention and looking towards Avery and Virian. Did either of you wish to ask a question of any of us of the Resistance?
3: can't think of anything, come on.
1: No, no, I, I can't think of anything.
0: Well, then, I guess it best if we begin to figure out what we can do here. As General Calypso looks down at the giant map. So, I think the most pressing issue, and I do say that I the Resistance will be willing to help all of you, obviously, the ultimate goal of the Resistance has always been to kill Vicious. But, in truth, the ultimate goal is really the saving and ...survival of this wonderful realm of Ganymede and Wolfham, And so, I think at this time, our most pressing issue... ...seems to be this corruption that is spreading throughout Ganymede. And she points to the explosion where the aquarium happened. And the, once again, as you look down at the map... ...you can see even in this brief time that you've been in here... It's not massively bigger, but you can see that the black ring around this green X has grown once again. And more of this corruption seems to be spreading out of the area of this aquarium area. So what we know is that these and she points to the black X's on the uh, map. We know that these had nothing to do with Vicious. Vicious, through all of his faults and foibles and everything he has done over the great many years of recorded time we have of him, has always seemed to have at least Ganymede's best intentions in mind. And in general, doesn't destroy unless necessary. And all of these explosions, Cannot be traced back to anything that we can find that would have anything to do with vicious.
1: mean they seemed just as surprised as we were. Considering Bart was about to send us back to investigate it. Before, you know, the hospital.
0: Exactly. And I I do not know how much more or less that Bart knew about this entire situation. But I can tell you that these explosions have been going on for years at this point. Nothing of the great magnitude of this aquarium, but these buildings that have gone down, these five marked X's we have, these have been occurring over the span of the last 70 years. We didn't think much of it, as it just seemed to be collapsing buildings and in a cursory inspection, all that could ever be found was a bit of odd electrical energy amongst the wreckage. I wonder if it would be pertinent Have the four of you inspect one of these wreckages. You all seem to have had some more dealings with this goo, or whatever you are calling it. And maybe something that you would see would enlighten us.
1: I mean, preferably the one furthest away from the fucking aquarium, considering I got blown up in a tank.
0: As she looks down at the map, well, the one closest to the pyramid is, truthfully, the one that occurred the longest ago. And we have scoured that area, and nothing remains of... The wreckage as this rain has washed away most of that area. I would say along the west coast. If you can reach that one, that one occurred about thirty years ago, but I think is on a high enough plane that there still should be wreckage there that you may investigate.
2: One of Mohammed Drives
0: me Yes, the one off of Muhalan Drive.
2: Question from the DM: Would Wyatt know what that? Would know everything about that one in particular,
0: or not? Uh, Wyatt: The outskirts of Ganymede are not really in the purview, in general, okay. of the Ganymede City Police Force. Uh, you guys do respond to things outside, like right outside the gates, but that far out, it's generally it's the wild, wild west out there. It's left to the wolves. Okay. Okay. So
2: what? is that and what was the explosion where was it
0: oh it's it was just a random 30-story tower building i truthfully there was nothing descript about the building at all it we couldn't find any record of anything being held around it and there was no i guess best way to put it there was no Signs of an attack of anything. The only thing that we have ever found is right before the building was seen collapsing, an odd electrical charge was seen throughout the area. But that dissipated quickly.
1: Sounds like an odd question, but did this charge have a particular color to it?
0: you see Calypso kind of, uh, sit back and she actually turns to, uh, Evelina did, was there any record of anything of color or anything of this? And you see that Evelina actually, uh, looks down and she uh, pulls out a kind of journal looking book and begins flipping through pages. Um, no, no. Um, I can't, anyone will be interviewed then did just they didn't say they saw anything. It was more of a feeling, they said, that they could feel the air shift. And it, it always every time they said that it would destroy or mangle their communication gems. But no color was listed at all. As she closes the little journal and Calypso uh, turns back to you, Damien. I'm sorry. No. Um, would you wish to enlighten us why you asked about a color?
1: seen a lot of pink lightning recently.
0: Yes. The storms. Not to forget that you guys also helped in the creation of those storms.
1: The, The mangling of the communicator gems is very similar to the bomb I was in. So... Maybe terminator has been around a lot longer than we thought.
0: Yes, and there is this Terminator that you all keep bringing up as well. A true wild card in this entire situation. Seemingly with very much involved, but also the first record that we have of anything of this nature is with you. and finding this thing at the Aquarium. As you see, Calypso... Oh, go ahead. Well, of all these
2: explosions that have happened, Wyatt points at each one individually, before stopping at the the one at the Aquarium, was this one the only one which had survivors? Pointing at Virion and Damien.
0: Well, yes, I I suppose the other explosions sans the aquarium were all in what appeared to be abandoned buildings. They weren't occupied by anything, and they weren't, once again, true explosions by any means. The buildings themselves just collapsed almost onto themselves, leaving no damage to the surrounding areas at all. And just suddenly, with a snap of the fingers they suddenly collapsed the aquarium that was felt throughout all of ganymede we felt it here at the pyramid as that happened um virion yes um
5: give me
2: something I'm, I'm maybe reaching a little bit here, and for free to tell me to back off if you want, I don't want to upset anyone or anything, but... Um, the, um... The aquarium itself, was it abandoned? Uh, DM,
1: because that was quite a while ago. It didn't really seem like there was any one there, was there? Some of oh. my main memories involve Calboy breaking into the gift shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, give, me a, give me a history check.
1: Well, uh, my sheet decides it wants to come up. Uh, 14 plus 4,
0: 18. Virian, thinking back to that very traumatic incident in your life where, you know, some bad stuff happened and some bad thoughts were brought into your mind. You think back to the coming into the aquarium and seeing the thick layers of dust on everything as you went by and the murky, murky water that clearly hadn't been touched in many, many moons. And as you think about it, you can't remember seeing any signs of life, Sands the non-Newtonian liquid fluid that you were following.
1: On reflex, I will just side-eye Wyatt a bit for such an invasive question. You know, thanks for digging through the trauma. Appreciate it. But... No, no, I don't... I don't believe there's anyone there, really. Aside from us.
2: Right, so it would, it would appear then that it was very much, very much on brand of everything else. So, it, it very much is possible that this, Terminator, um, was, could have been responsible for all of them, as you say. So, it very much could have been. Just this one, maybe they got more daring if it was sell everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, the next one it was be.
1: something of a chain reaction, the one at the aquarium was. It wasn't just one of their things going off, it was a chain of like 30. So, you know.
2: What well, if the next one was to be worse than that? it turns to, uh, to Calypso and like what if the next one was gonna literally tear
0: Ganymede apart I uh, I know Wyatt I don't I don't even know how to respond to that I'm honestly We are all in over our heads here as she points to the people standing next to her, the other members of the Resistance. Even in dealing with otherworldly threats and elder gods that can't even be fathomed by the human eye or mind, this is still nothing that the Watch has ever seen. And you see Kai, one of the winged uh, humans, actually, Raise their hand. That's not entirely true. And Calypso turns to Kai. Well, yes, that that is correct. There there is a small footnote, but it comes from Earth XXX-12. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years into the future. There is a small note from the, one, the Minister of the Watch from that realm stating that one of their machine districts exploded and the town was consumed by a black, quote-unquote, death. But well, this is the only note that we have ever seen of this kind. Nothing ever, ever occurred again like this in that realm or across any realm that the Ministry itself watches.
1: Does that realm have
0: a normal name? Oh. No, it's... All of the Earths that we have ever traveled to or watch are all labeled with numbers to try and pictulate either their time period or something about them. This world is so far beyond any of the other worlds that... As... Wyatt actually stated earlier, with jumping between realms in different planes of existence, time is, at best way to put it, is a bit wibbly wobbly. It doesn't seem to work in the same way at all in any different space, as this Earth XXX12 appears to be at least 70,000 years past any other Earth that we have ever seen. And the twins, as she points to the winged humans on her right, their Earth recorded history goes back billions of years. They have experienced more lifetimes on their world than basically any other realm that we have ever seen put together. But yet everything always comes back here to Ganymede and Ulfheim. This, this realm, time seems to be the only, the universal time, as some would say. As the silence kind of falls over the room and even the resistance all kind of just looking back and forth to each other. And you can see everyone's just kind of mulling over everything that they've heard from all of you. And then just this talking about what they're trying to do. You suddenly hear from behind you. Oh, all right. And this is actually an apology to everyone out there. Aldrich and Alistair are the same person. Okay. I need everyone to know that Chad in his infinite wisdom named a character, Aldrich Alistair Damocles. And thus when writing notes, for him, in my notes, began to switch over to using his middle name instead of his first name. So, just for the listeners and the whole party, I need you to know, Aldrich is the same person as, I. what was I calling him now? I can't fucking remember. It's just, it's Alistair. Yeah. Alistair. Because I've been pounding it into my head constantly. Do not call him Alistair again. Call him Aldrich. His first name is Aldrich. They're the same person. Just little, see, I'm not perfect everyone.
1: <laughs> Matt being <laughs> right, a so. cheeky little shit over here in Zoom.
0: I I, I have no problem with Mr. Two Names.
2: It's <laughs> I could I could have been way worse there, <laughs> to be fair. I have been worse than that. Thank I
1: mean, he so. plays Charlemagne, who is an identity crisis on legs. It's
0: true. It's true. true. What's a name? A rose by any other name would smell just as sweet. But you see Aldrich. You see Aldrich uh, from behind you and say, oh, all right. Um, And he looks at him and Calypso make eye contact. Yes, apparently one of their compatriots down in the wards has woken up. And is attempting to... Yeah, Doc says he's attempting to shoot his way out.
2: Ah, uh, knives. All right, looks concerned.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, you
1: Virian, maybe you want to take this one.
0: Yep, yep. No. Uh, Doc says that it'd probably be best if all of you came. He's got the door completely closed, but this. Okay, yeah. He says, "Come quickly, come quickly." He says, "As fast as possible."
2: Fine. I'll Mess I'm up fine. immediately. Why is reluctant to go? <laughs> I
3: don't even know him, but yeah, I'll can.
1: Aaron gives Wyatt a look that says, yes, or maybe you should have thought about things before you started, you know, firing at the person who was trying
2: to save us. Apparently, <laughs> I didn't fire. That was the fucking beholder. But. Your point is well made.
3: Look- <laughs> Can I insight it, this stare off to see what they're what they're referring to?
2: Avery, mind your
1: fucking business. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Welcome yeah. to
1: Avery, has no personal fucking boundaries.
3: To be fair, the looks they're giving each other.
2: Why is going to probably look very but like hanging back.
0: Uh, Give me an insight check quickly, Avery. That's bulls, anyway. Seven, no none. Avery, you see them exchange a look, but you've really no idea what it is. It's just too fleeting for you to really pick up on any kind of emotions about it. As Aldrich quickly turns on his heel, opens the doors, and begins to head down the hallway towards the wards. Aldrich? as you all stand up and begin to follow Aldrich Calypso. Yes, well, I suppose we will continue this once again after you have handled your compatriot. I am sorry to the rest of you. We will resume this meeting as soon as possible. And as you're leaving, you see all four, everyone besides Evelina and General Calypso, like a gold light suddenly encompasses them and they just disappear as the doors close behind you and you begin making your way once again through the pyramid back towards Doc's office and the door to the wards. The four of you following Aldrich down these hallways, turning and bending and taking lefts and rights, going straight, until you finally come to Doc's office and Aldrich turns to the painting on the right, hitting the secret button as the door slides open. And you can immediately hear... Doc's voice yelling, I don't care how hard you push, you're gonna stay in there until your friends get here. And you hear just a muffled kind of, you hear a from the other side of the door before you just hear banging. And you hear Doc, It's indestructible, I can do it all you want, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I just stalk down the stairs and I'm like, Knives, fucking behave!
0: As you say that, Damien, you hear the banging stop for a second and then the door pushes open just slightly and you hear Knives' voice. the fuck are you? Why do you know who I am?
1: Ah, it's one of these situations. Why is not Yeah. Why? Why? No. So I kick him in the ankle. No, yes. Matt, that, that was entirely Matt, but fair enough. Ow! I kick him in the neck. <laughs> What's the last thing you remember?
0: Listen, I don't know who the hell you fucking are out there, or why you know my name, but I am currently trapped and I can see Bart's, what looks like almost a dead body to my right. So I don't know where the fuck I am, but I am gonna fucking get my ass out of here.
1: Okay, so he knows who Bart is. That's good at least.
2: We can make up completely new names here. Have I, you been in the cube yet?
5: No.
0: The, the cube? I'm not going in the fucking cube! I just got it fucking promoted to being one of Vicious's top eight! I'm not fucking going in the cube!
1: Okay, so this is before he met us. I say looking at Varian because y'all. You know. Hmm. hmm Wyatt would you have met him before all this
6: DM
0: uh, you have run into Knives um, multiple times through over the course of your 500 year career
5: hmm. I, got, I
2: got a chance to make things better him from the off then maybe maybe manage to do things better. who knows <clears throat> I can try I spoke to him. A few, I used to Occasionally bump into him. Try it. If not, I'll... I don't oh, fucking know. Mm-hmm. Keep your, yeah, keep, keep it. keep your, um... Aldrich Blast ready, just in case you just sedate them or something. They're
1: always ready,
2: White. Noted. And that couldn't have sounded any more creepy coming from anybody else, either. I love you, Caten, so much. Right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, White Wall... It's all like... Knives? Knives? Stanton. Who? Detective Wyatt Stanton.
0: Detective... Detective Wyatt Stanton?! There's no detectives named Wyatt Stanton?! What the fuck are you the detective of?!
2: Homicide.
0: Well, now I fucking know you're lying, because that asshole Braddock's in charge of homicide, so fuck you, whoever the fuck you are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of dates to go through here. Bear with me, okay? Like, Braddock's? Is he
0: dead yet, Chad, or not? Oh, yeah. Braddock's been dead for a long, long time.
1: How long ago did you take up the job, Wyatt?
2: a uh, while since I like, that far into the uh I'll Just, did you actually figure it out, Ted, how long been A while since I
1: read my backstory.
2: I haven't I don't need to, to delve into that in that particular detail, let's
5: be fair.
0: It has been four hundred and sixty seven years since you were promoted to detective. You have been in Ganymede for 500 years. The position of homicide detective was vacant when you started in the Ganymede police uh, force. Uh, Okay.
2: Braddock's has been dead and the position was vacant when I joined the the PD. Uh, I got promoted to that position in 467 years ago.
1: Alright, well... Varian's the nicest of us. You want to have a go, Varian? You had the best relationship with knives. Well, I don't know about Avery. I not
5: what I was going to say now. <laughs> Before
1: I do anything, I'm going to turn to the, the doctor. So... Is this normal?
0: You see the massive warforged with his legs positioned against the second step and his back pushed against the door as he's looking directly at you. Just once again, he's a warforged, but he's still kind of conveying just that general air of this is like I don't give a fuck. This is whatever. I'm. He's not like worried at all. And as he looks at you. <laughs>
4: accounts that I have of Mucus ever actually attacking anyone they called him the unquenchable
6: as he would literally drain every bit of knowledge out of his victims so I can only assume that we saved him but maybe he's lost some time it seems like okay
1: so, would
6: that mean Lucas would have the information that's lost? I... I... I don't... I, I guess. I'd... I'd... I'd be mine as a... Master of, you know, the doctoral arts. The power of the beholder's a little above my scope, but... If I were to guess, I would say that, yeah, Lucas would know everything that... Apparently this guy here doesn't know anymore.
1: That's not good. Yes, Wyatt. It's not good. Then I will turn to the door. Knives, was it?
0: The dock like releases pressure a little bit so that there's a crack in it, and you can see knives' Githrakai eye staring through at you. Yeah, yeah, I did.
1: Okay. Hi, my name's Varian. I-I-I want to help get you out of here.
0: Okay, are you gonna be another one that says you know me?
1: No, I don't know you. We've never met before.
0: You see the eye kind of like, uh, like it squints at you, like, you-you-you lying to me? You know who I am?
1: I heard them say you name out here. This one who claims to be the homicide detective.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense at all. I mean I mean Braddock's been in that position since I've gotten here. I've been here for I don't know, fucking hundreds of years, so that doesn't make any sense at all.
5: Mm.
1: Do you remember how you got in here at all? Or the last thing you remember?
0: Oh, Last thing I remember, I had just gotten my first assignment as in the top eight for Vicious, and I—what was I? What was I doing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I Vicious gave me—um—what uh, uh, was it called? Uh, uh I was this—it it, was—it was a key. It was a key. This golden key had this big fucking blue sapphire on the end of it. Where was I, What was I taking? I was taking it somewhere. Where was I, where was I taking it? Huh. Um, I, I, I got a key from Vicious, and then I was taking it. I was, there's a guy, I was, I was taking it to a guy. Um, oh, Jesus, uh, What? Wh- why can't I remember this? What, what? What's going on? Where the fuck? Who are you?
1: Like I said, my name is Viren. I think maybe you've taken a knock to the head. It happens sometimes. I don't entirely know what's going on here. We've never met before. I've just been passing by, and I've noticed some idiot claiming to be a homicide detective hassling you.
0: Well... I don't know who's holding this fucking door closed, but that's the real motherfucker who's hassling me right now. Let me the fuck out of here! I gotta get back to Vicious and report whatever the fuck happened to Bart here!
1: I. Can I cast a message on Damien? Like, do we just let him go at this point? I think we need to try and at least explain something. Because... I'm happy to let him go, but obviously Vicious is asleep and Bart is compromised as all fuck right now. Probably the inappropriate time, but it's this key I'm interested in. No, I'm 100% with you. I'll talk back to But make it... I... Talking to talking tonight, but I look over my shoulder like I'm addressing someone else. Can you find the key to this door so we can let this guy out?
0: You see the giant silver warforge that is Doc look down at you, and you see his, like, yellow eye kind of squint as he gives you, like, he doesn't have eyebrows, but you can still feel that he's raising an eyebrow at you right now.
1: <laughs> Actually. Behind- around the door, out of nights lines of sight, mirrors just holding up. Like, one finger, like, hold on. She's saying you're taking a key somewhere?
0: Yeah, 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 I was... I was taking a, was taking a key to this, this guy. And I had to... Where did I meet him? I met him. It was a weird... It wasn't a place, it was... I had to... Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to meet him at a crossroads. Did he Just have a person? card? A ca- yeah, a card. Yeah. yeah. He had a, like a funny voice. Yeah, I was... I delivered the key to that... that guy. He said, thank you, stranger. What? I don't remember. We can't remember his name.
1: I cast message to Varian, and I'm like, "What do you bet those that keys in one of our fucking boxes in our trailer?" I like. There's a strong possibility. Yeah. Right. Do we let him go now before he causes himself a mischief? Okay, uh, I've got the key. We're gonna let you out. Don't attack anyone, please. The dot guy, he was just doing his job. You took a hit to the head. It's standard procedure. You know, you get the occasional crazed guy coming in and losing their shit on people. Not you, obviously, but... Just so you know, Vicious is asleep right now.
5: What? Uh,
1: you know he has his millennia every so often he has his sleep for a few years?
0: Yeah, but Vicious, Vicious just woke up. It's the, the celebration of 2,000 years of peace in Ganymede.
1: Well, I'm just warning you, you're welcome to go see for yourself, but you know, I wouldn't want to walk into a situation I know nothing about. So,
2: see that again?
0: who what Uh, say what again who yeah just let me out of here I'll 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 be cool I'll be cool I promise uh, let me out of here and I'll you seem to know maybe you can help me sort out what I why can't I remember stuff right now
1: would you rather be let out or would you rather some of us come in and talk to you just, like, which would make you feel more safe?
0: You hear kind of just, like, like heavy breathing for a second from the other side of this door. Did, did one of you do this to Bart?
2: Jesus
1: Christ. Do you know... Do you know what happens when you plane shift without an anchor?
0: Oh. I guess I've heard stories about it.
1: Well, Bart plane shifted, but he took me with him. He has an anchor, I don't. And because he cast the magic, not all of him went with.
0: I... uh, You hear kind of like a a stammer almost come from the other side of the door, for... I don't don't trust any of you, so... I, uh, I want to keep an eye on Bart right now, so I think it best if you come in here. I'll be cool. Okay. I'll be cool.
5: Okay.
1: Do you, you just want Varian? Do you want us to stand outside? Who do you want? There are... Apart from the dock, there are four of us out here. I I'm want Damian.
0: that doc coming in here.
1: You don't want the dock. That's fine. You want Varian?
0: I I, I I I don't care. I, I definitely want this bullshit homicide detective. I want to see his face. Wyatt? Okay. We've I, got I, a nice I, wizard
1: I, friend named Avery.
0: Actually, I'd, I'd feel better if all four of you were in here and I I, I knew who I was dealing with.
1: All right. Back hey. away from the door. I'd like not to get shot in the face by your gun when it opens.
0: All right. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. And you can hear the sound of footsteps slowly backing away from the door.
1: send a message to Varian being like yeah this is your rodeo now that, that's all the patience I have <laughs> okay. Varian goes in
0: you see as once again the massive silver war force looks down at all of you and then just gives a shrug of his massive shoulders before stepping forward and opening the door enough to let you all go through And as the four of you pass, he... I'm not going to fucking move, just so you all know. You are trapped in there
6: with him until you give me
0: the okay. And as the final one of you make your way through this crack in the door, the door does slam close behind you. And you all are given the scene of a Githrakai in a hospital robe holding a massive hand cannon and trying to use a door as cover as he's on one knee and, like, leaning out from the side of his Ward 2 door, staring at all four of you. All right. All right. Never seen a fucking one of you before. But... And you see, like, the gun's kind of shaking in his hand a little bit. But I'm really freaked out right now. I don't know where the fuck I am! And you and. Who's. Who's Virian? Which one of you is Virion? That's me. And you, the only one who. seems to be trying to help. And you see him raise the, like, gun into, like, a more standing position he stands up from behind the door. So I want to be cool. And. I. I I guess I need to know what the fuck is going on.
5: Okay.
1: Glance at Damien. Do you care to start? I cast message. Like, I reply message and I'm like, are we just going to go for the honest truth? I don't think there's much of a way around it. I reply in message. I mean the moment he steps outside he will know. Okay. You may want to sit down for a moment.
0: You see this green skinned Gethrike looking at you with his handgun like held over his shoulder. Just and like You've seen Knives many times. He is always, besides the one moment of meeting that beholder, given off this air of arrogance, and cockiness, and self-assuredness. This looks like a scared kid in front of you. Knives in this hospital gown, like quaking, holding this massive hand cannon, just the gun looks too big for him, in this sense. He seems smaller than he was, even though you can tell he's not. He stands there. I think I, I think I feel more comfortable standing right now.
1: Okay. I Well, obviously, that's Varian. I'm Damian old metal arm over there is Avery. And douchebag McGee in the ridiculously flamboyant outfit is Detective Wyatt Stenton.
0: As you're pointing out these people, he kind of looks at each of them individually, but you notice he immediately turns back and begins staring directly at Avery. You, you, are you, are you three with this fucker? And you see him point the hand cannon directly at Avery. Don't you fucking say a word. I know who you are. Who is he? Oh, I see what this is. This is the magistrate, isn't it? You all fucking work for the magistrate. Oh, what? you fucking sons of bitches! Oh no, no, no! I'm not gonna fall for this. Ha! <laughs> yeah, you thought you were so fucking smart. What'd you do? Would you modify my memory? Huh, you piece of shit? What'd you do? Use that magic power of yours?
5: Okay.
1: Who's the magistrate? Baron is like genuinely confused at this point. Those and
0: are. I tried
2: can
0: to calm him. You can see just a wild uh, look in Knives' eyes at this moment. And he's about he's a good 15 feet away from you at this moment. As he just he's now pointing like from each of you back and forth with just wild expression in his face. Just like shaking almost.
1: I kind of I slink forward from where I was kind of leaning like an asshole against the door. So I'm about 10 foot from him, and I'm like, right. First of all, who the fuck is the Magistrate? I'm not from this realm.
0: You can see Knives nah, just like, his breathing becomes more intense as he's just staring at you. The Magistrate? Everyone, a fucking, everyone knows who the fucking Magistrate is. Everyone, everyone. And you see him just collapse onto the ground, in a heap.
1: Wyatt disarm him, Wyatt and I will take- round on Avery and be like, "Okay, what
2: the fuck?" Wyatt takes a gun and adds it to the inventory.
0: Uh, Wyatt, you know what he was on about. I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw followed by a constitution saving throw. Both of them at disadvantage.
2: Wisdom and then constitution, yeah? Mm -hmm. At disadvantage. Okay. I have a funny feeling that the sensible thing to do is the the worst thing to do at the moment. So, wisdom. I just
1: meant, like, kick it away from him.
2: Wisdom saving throw? I've dropped the 20 but I've got an 18 on the low, uh 21 wisdom and any constitution you say yeah. Yep. Um the low is an 8 plus 6 14.
0: Wyatt as you reach down and grab the angel's wing, aka the hand cannon from Knives' hand, you feel multiple little needles immediately descend and prick into your hand through the glove of your Power Ranger armor, straight through, you feel it in your skin. You aren't immediately knocked unconscious, but you do feel as this poison juts and just courses through your skin, you will take 14 points of uh, necrotic damage and the gun immediately drops from your hand.
2: Um, that's at seven points of poison damage. Not fourteen now. Thank you, Boone. I love the way you look so smug when you <laughs> said that. It's not often I get to
1: think I, think I ever get to correct chat on something, that's why. But it was <laughs> necrotic, not poison.
2: Oh, bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm resistant to necrotic. Get off my land.
2: <laughs> to be fair, you said poisoned, by. so I was like, Dah! Okay, fair. Sorry for being the rules <laughs> lottery <slurry>, player. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Okay, so that's all too fine. <sighs> okay, fine. I will kick the gun away instead, then.
5: Avery.
1: This is the second time in the last hour that people have recognized you slash mentioned your history with Ganymede.
3: I knew. So would you.
1: What did Calypso mean upstairs?
3: She kept me back after the meeting, obviously. She mentioned... I helped, according to the book that she had, their history. Apparently, I helped their army at some point to fight Vicious for disappearing. But none of that. None of those memories are with me.
1: Convenient.
3: I died up in Aljuvik, woke up in a lab, and was transported to the hospital. I don't remember anything else.
5: What
1: lab was this?
3: We've already had this chat in last session.
1: Yes, I'm saying it for the benefit of the other two.
3: I don't know, but there was, there was these big Tesla coils, it was, it was quite an old-looking lab. A big my hole bad. in the middle of the ground.
1: Sorry, I didn't write down our exact conversation last time, so... Definitely.
4: I kind Watch of, my I
1: send a, I send a PM to Varian being like, Aaron? Varen doesn't really reply, but I'm just gonna let oh, that stop just a wee bit tighter. You kind of get a concern gift from Damien. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh. Hey, Doc, he's passed out.
0: Oh, 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 I'm sorry. And you hear the clomping of massive metal feet up a couple of stairs as the door swings open, and then Doc lowers his head and steps in. Oh. Yeah, I kind of thought that might happen. has been unconscious
6: for how long? You guys got him real amped up, huh?
3: Is, is the gun still there?
0: Right next to... Because Wyatt dropped it, didn't he? Uh, Wyatt dropped it and then he kicked it. It skittered across the ground. It's well, probably about ten it. feet down the hallway.
5: Right, no, uh,
1: do you have restraints or something you can put on him for now? Because I have a feeling he's going to wake up hysterical again.
6: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I got, I got restraints in here. Uh, believe me, when you're dealing with Eldritch Horrors, madness is a very common occurrence in
0: these halls. As you see him bend down, he actually just scoops knives up very, like, nicely and picks him up and begins to make his way back towards Ward 2.
6: I'll, I'll take care of him. I'll get him strapped back down. And uh, hopefully, I, I don't know how long he'll be out, but I'll, I'll get in contact with you minute he wakes up again. I'm
1: going to briefly follow Doc, just because I want to ask him something.
0: Sure. Are any of the other three of you following into the ward, or will you just let Damien go alone?
2: Um, I'm going to follow. Um, I'm going to turn to Virion and Avery as walking. Right. He said two. He said the like two thousand years of peace in Ganymede. Right.
1: You seem to know something about this.
2: I obviously wasn't here at that point because that was one and a half thousand years ago.
1: Oh, for sure did a number on him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I only know about that because of a file I inherited from Braddock who's been dead a thousand years.
1: Okay, so that's the starting point. We know roughly where his um, memories go back up to. Even as an elf, living that long is a slightly horrifying thought for Virian.
2: So yeah, um, that's... Oof, that made me feel ooky. Did you probably right, see... If... No. I was
1: going to say, if you're going to follow Damien, maybe don't follow him too closely. I
2: will I will say at least one character is whipped behind. I don't know why. Um, when, wyatt it's gone.
1: I'm just going to glance over at Ava. You're okay after
5: that?
3: I mean... Since waking up... I find I know less and less about myself. All these things keep popping up that I've supposedly been a part of and things that I've done, but... I have no memory of it.
1: Is this almost smile, as, fair enough. So people screaming at you about your supposed atrocities isn't an everyday thing.
6: I
3: just wish i knew know how long I've been dead and what the fuck has happened in between.
1: Maybe at some point we can try and get back to that lab. That might give you some answers.
3: Maybe, sir. So. Um, is Bart visible from here?
0: Oh yeah, you can see into Bart's uh, ward as a huge glass kind of like like every if you've been into like the you know severe any kind of ward like that. They always have the big glass windows so that they can be checked on at any time if you're not in the room. So yes, there's a huge glass pane in front of you that you can see into Bart's.
3: i just go look at Bart. I think Avery will go look at Bart for a minute. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, questions for Bart, now Bart's dying. So Avery just looks at him a bit. I think more, like, saddened the state he's in.
0: You are—you can't hear any of the machines or anything that Bart is hooked up to, but you can just see the massive number of them and all the different tubes and wires and things that are all moving into this orange tiefling's body. You can see multiple different bandage coverings and seeping through. You can see that these bandages aren't white anymore in multiple different areas. And you can see that even from this distance, looking in there, you can see the lips of Bart moving over and over you don't know what he's saying. But you can tell, even from this distance, he's clearly just repeating something over and over again. Varian.
5: Yes?
3: Is it just me, or is he talking? Or at least saying something?
1: It's... Not in any sort of language, I understand. He's just repeating himself over and over.
3: Do you know what he said? Like, I know you don't know, know what the word is, but, like... Do you reckon... Do you know what he said?
1: So I'm trying to see if I've got it written down phonetically anywhere. what I'm looking for. Um, I don't have it written down.
0: Make me a history check real quick. With advantage. You've heard it a bunch of times.
1: Okay, advantage. 15 plus four nineteen.
0: 19. You remember, like, it kind of, it takes your brain a moment to, like, pull it back, but after you do, you can just hear it over and over again. In Bart's strained voice ragnagelpod 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 Regneglepod
1: starts muttering to himself trying to see if it sounds right.
3: I take it um, uh, the I take it that word isn't familiar in any of my languages. Nope. Damn.
5: Alright. I oh. don't know if we've ever heard it before. Sorry, Maybe can I hear that one more of... we'll... time?
3: Sorry, after you. I was just
1: going to ask what? if I could hear it one more time.
0: Reg Naglepot.
5: <laughs> okay.
0: Give
3: I wonder if it's, like, code for the people he works with. If it has something, a meaning between his inner circle. Rather than being a natural word. Perhaps. Hmm. Avery will go sit down and wait for the other two and just I think if you're actually heading back to the um, council place like just go to the top of the stairs and wait for their conversation to be done just trying to get wrap his head around what that word could possibly mean
1: I think Varian will wait downstairs He's just standing near a wall Start, starting to repeat it to himself now
0: A couple things real quick. (laughs) Uh, Avery, once again, in describing your events with Cazador, did you at all talk about jumping into what seemed to be your memories?
3: Oh, that's great. I know you want to
0: specifically keep one thing out of it, but did you at all talk about your memories at all?
3: I think I would have mentioned about jumping into those twisted versions of his memories.
0: Okay. Uh, Virian, then, can I get a history check from you again, please? Uh, 17, I
5: think.
0: Virian, as you're repeating these words over and over and kind of letting your mind drift in the way that you're just trying to just put this together. Suddenly, something that Avery said to you, and you heard, and you kind of just glaze over it during the meeting with Calypso, there was so much information being dumped out onto the table by both Detective Wyatt, you and Damien, and Avery himself that it was hard to keep, you know, all of that straight at the same time. But... Something clicks in your head as you just had this little conversation with him, and he said the 6R Academy of Magic. And you know that that burned down thousands and thousands of years before you were even born. You know that the 6R Magic Academy was a school of legend where some of the greatest wizards of all time studied, and were trained. But it was lost many, many millennia ago to an attack. It had never recovered. It burned to the ground. And this comes back to you as you watch Avery walk up the stairs away from you. But meanwhile, the door of Ward 2 opens up as Doc very carefully carries knives through it and begins to lay him back down onto the bed and actually then turns to a cabinet. right next to the bed and opens up. And Damien, as you walk in right behind Doc, you see just an entire cabinet filled with like leather straps and of the nature. As Doc, you can actually hear him just just humming to himself as this massive war just begins to apply multiple straps over this Githrakai body, strapping knives down
4: to the bed. Yep, I only had to do this about, let's see, 10,276 times in the past 10,000
6: years.
1: yikes stairs in Damien being 34
0: oh, All right, you see that doc kind of like turns and looks I, I, I did Damien as, as a word and he kind of looks at the Wyatt who's kind of lurking right by the door still at this moment but honestly didn't realize anyone followed in here I,
1: can, can I help you? I had a question. I don't know why he's following me. Well, I might be able to help, you never know. I have been
2: here the longest. You've been here the longest, but you know fuck all. I knew that. He mentioned something when he was rambling about something which happened 1,500 years ago. But has been dead a thousand. So I do know something that can help. You never know, I might I might know something. So
1: now Yukus has memories of the past 1,500 years of Vicious' inner circle?
6: Yes. Dipshit.
0: You see the yellow eyes of this massive uh, warforge just kind of flicking between the two of you. Okay, well, um,
6: yeah, um, you had a question,
1: Damien. Yeah, about Bart. Since you have over 10,000 years of medical experience, on a scale of 1 to 10, how likely is it do you think Bart will ever be able to wake up? or should I just stick a knife in him and end it?
0: You see the Warforged turn and look directly at you? I'm gonna be honest with you,
6: Damien. I have no reason to sugarcoat it. We're not at the knife stage yet. We're damn close. I can't stop. Pieces of him being
0: pulled away. But I'm going to be honest with you. That little fucker. And he like points at the wall behind him. Is the most stubborn fucking tiefling I've ever seen.
6: And he is clinging to life. No, clinging isn't even the right term. He is strangling life with a death grip and will not let go. Truthfully, Damien, I don't know how he's still alive in there. He is pumped full of more drugs and things that I have seen this entire battalion survive just to cling to life and yet he still keeps doing it and keeps repeating that fucking phrase over and over again. So, no, it's not knife time yet. But, the same? Probably not. Will he wake up? I mean, with that fucking fortitude over there, I wouldn't bet against him.
1: Just wondering, before we go on this probably death mission, because he put himself in this state getting us here, so... Part of me thinks I owe it to him to at least give him a merciful death, rather than slowly having bits of him torn away on a hospital bed.
6: Listen, Damien, if it comes to that, I'll let you do it. You can be the one to put him down, but in my professional opinion, and what I've already seen from that fucking orange-teethling, yeah, I'm not betting against him. Walking the fuck out of here. How? I truly don't know. But I wouldn't bet against him.
1: Alright, Doc. I trust your judgment on this, but, you know, thought I'd ask just to make sure he wasn't taking up a bed you could use for something else.
6: Oh. Ever since the storms have come in, the... War's been quiet here and the enemy for us seems whatever this storm is seems to keep whatever they are
1: out of here. You mean the eye is not regularly eating people to tell the time?
6: We haven't seen the eye since this storm began. Not a tentacle, not a beast, nothing. The skies besides the storm itself are for the first time in thousands of years. Safe.
1: That's odd. It's just the first time I properly had a conversation with him, he got distracted staring out at the void with all of its horrors in it. He admired it. It wouldn't doesn't seem in character for him to get rid of them.
6: (laughs) Fucking vicious. Of course he'd admire his own fucking work. He's the one who did that. He he cracked the sky himself. Win a fucking war. Didn't even fucking matter.
1: Sounds like war. No skirmish really matters because everyone loses.
6: I don't know. Once again, who Fuck you are, Damien, but whatever you've seen, it's turned you into a hard motherfucker. Wise and very callous, but a hard motherfucker.
1: Wyatt, do you have anything to say, or should we leave him to his work and you're just gonna follow me like some dejected puppy?
2: I have nothing to add, tongue to now.
1: Cool, if you're between me and the door, turn around and walk.
2: (laughs) Why does he hold? Turn around. Every now and then. You get punched in the face. (laughs) (laughs) To avoid that, why leave pursued by, by Damien.
1: Yeah. Is it too late for me to run back up to the dock and ask him something?
0: No, I mean, you stay in the hallway. You... So you literally see Wyatt turning and opening the door and Doc's just standing at the bed about, you know, 15 feet into the room.
1: Erin just kind of blanks what going on there. <laughs> he's still muttering to himself as he's walking along. Um, Doc, I, I have one question. Sorry, should have asked it earlier.
6: Yeah, I, apparently I'm the fucking band of Adamism's library as well as their medical professional, but sure, what, like, shoot.
1: When exactly did he start muttering again?
6: It's... since I, I... I don't know, I guess, basically since I got my hands on him. Since he... It's, it's the only thing he said the whole time. He got in here, and when he, Damien and Aldrich brought him in, he was completely unconscious. And once he gained any form of consciousness, he just kept muttering that phrase over and over.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Says okay several times. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kind of like trying my best to join up all the red strings over here.
6: Thought uh, you all don't need anything else from me. I'm going to get back to strapping this Githra guy down and pumping him full of
0: pain meds. And you see the whole... Once again, Doc didn't actually move his legs at all. He's been standing in the same position at the bed, but he just turned his whole torso around because, once again, he's a Warforged, so he just... Once now, just spins back around, his white lab coat kind of just fluttering behind him for a second before he goes back to work and <laughs> humming to himself as he's setting these straps and tightening them up and grabbing an IV and putting a needle back into Nice's arm.
5: Damien. Damien. Yeah.
1: Do you just whisper that? Or do you actually say it out loud? Um, no, I say it out loud. I think I was just sat too far back from my mic. My David's just like, that. Ah. Yes. What's up, bearing? I had to ask you what happened before, like, right before Bart plane shifted. I imagine we're having this conversation as we're walking back towards where the meeting room is. Yeah. Uh, we're in the Golden Crane. Uh, gone down to like the training floor or all the where they all got you know did their drills and everything. Rosny yeah. and Bart met in a back room with about the group of Warforged with him,
5: mm-hmm.
1: and we confronted him. He claimed I was dead. And that nothing untoward had happened to cause the explosion. I obviously emerged, revealed myself, and called his bullshit. And he essentially smirked, said, This'll be fun. And all the war forged, and his eyes went static. And then started a fight, and Bart turns to me and is like, can we win this? And I'm like, I don't know. Because I didn't know. You know how hard those fuckers were in the hospital. I'm I'm honestly grasping at straws at this point. But, to my ears, played backwards what Bart said, it sounds kind of like Doppelganger. Yeah, that's very much the Thing I'm looking at. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like concern. I don't know. When basically grabbed onto me, said this might hurt, and plane shifted. But I don't have an anchor, so. So, how are you still fine then? I don't really know, my... I had my wounds from the explosion, but by the time I got back and that whole conversation happened... That was like an instant thing, I didn't go have a nap. I was... I mean, I felt like shit, but... I kind of look at myself like, I don't think any bit... The only... Julius... Shortly after being here, Julius stopped coming. So that wasn't an instantaneous thing. Neither was Bart muttering. i I always pictured... When I try and connect, I see like a white room and Julius in like a perch cage thing next to me. Maybe that's where part of Bart ended up. Is Julius the part you lost? Yeah. I can still know how when I've used Julius before and like my eyes roll back. Yes. I still have his senses. I can still see and sense as if he's right here, but he's not. This white room—is mm. it on the same plane of existence as us? I don't know. Mm. There's something blocking it, definitely, because I only can access it briefly and. Well, I mean, you've seen the nosebleeds. I'm paralysed in that place. Is there anything else? In there? Elevator music whilst Caitlin flips back in notes.
0: Checks notes furiously. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is why I you take notes. I'm doing my best to be a detective. <laughs> Not doing that great at it, but you know, I'm trying. No, doing really. amazing, sweaty.
5: Carrie <laughs> drinks more vodka.
1: <laughs> it might help me think. Hey, there's Go the home. whole like, I drink and I know things. If I drink, I might know things. I'm willing to try most things at this point. Uh, I'm just going to try no, my. Most- My most recent attempt I can hear a like a noise and a somewhat familiar piercing feeling in the back of my neck Is it a static noise? I'm not sure It's hard to tell whether it was static or whether it was like Equipment, discharging. Today, I've got to tell Damien for a little bit of thing. I gleamed about it. three. there's no real real way to bring it up at the moment. We'll <laughs> have our midnight gossip,
5: <laughs> sleepover. That squad. That squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what. Oh that's
1: I suppose we best go back and finish this meeting. GM, this is gonna sound like a really out of nowhere question. When obviously obviously between the explosions and everything there's been a bunch of procedures done on Damien without his knowledge, anyway.
5: Because
2: mm-hmm.
1: the bomb in the neck was like near the front, right? Mm-hmm. By the way, the jugular. Correct. Did they ever do anything to the back? Like by the top of his spinal cord? Nope. So if Damien poked, like, the skin back there, would he still feel the metallic lump from his first encounter? You can check. What do I roll to check? Uh,
0: Roll me a perception check.
1: Uh, that is twenty six.
0: As you reach back, you don't find it at first, but then you do. It's it's there. It's 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 there. But it takes a minute for you to find it.
1: Because that's what the piercing feeling in the back of the neck is reminding him of, but he really doesn't fucking like it. Let's just
5: do
0: this meeting. Okay. Wyatt, I assume that you would have left first as the warlock squad were walking, but having this conversation I'm sure they would have lagged behind a bit. So yeah. you actually reach the doors back into Calypso's war room. With Avery standing in front of it first, and you find the two of you standing alone, kind of awkwardly in front of these doors for a moment.
5: How are you doing, Avery? Mm.
3: So, sorry, just thinking. Fine, I guess. I... What? Because I, I... kind of scratch. <laughs>
2: From, from what I can tell you, uh, you're, you're dealing with a lot at the moment, so, if you, uh... I know that I haven't always given the best imp- first impressions, but if you need a talk, I am a good listener, and I'd be happy to help if I can.
3: I mean, from what theory, and Damien have been saying I had my doubts, but I'll keep that in mind.
2: Yeah, I didn't make a great first impression of them either, but in fairness, I bumped into them when that has, at the same time as you did. so... You know... first impression was great, Farron didn't been a bit rough on me, but that's, My heart's in the right place, just know that, okay? Alright, if there's anything you need, if I can swing it, I will do it for you, okay?
3: White extends his hand. Does... why does what, sorry?
2: Why extends his hand.
3: You get a very awkward handshake back in. My cat looks at you, think, with the what-the-fuck-are-you-doing face.
2: <laughs> why will, the uh... We'll just wait for uh, the warlock squad to arrive
0: at this point. takes a few moments, but uh, both Viri and Damien come down the hallway towards you. Both of them with... You don't even need to make an insight check on this. Both of their expressions read that they've been talking about something and whatever it is. They're both worried, confused, and also intrigued by whatever the hell is going on. It's one of those where they can't even hide just their brain trying to puzzle over this whole bag of snakes, if you will.
5: Ready to go back in there? Especially. Do it you get over.
3: Back to the fun time. I'll open the door and head in.
1: Side like eye the back of Avery's head as he goes in.
3: the The, the cat gives the cat gives the cat gives you a warm smile.
5: That's no, just enough.
0: you open the doors and step back into this circular room with this massive lit table in front. And you can see that both Evelina and General Calypso stand with their hands on it, puzzling over this map, kind of just muttering to each other, almost not not under their breath, but since they're standing so close, they're talking in such hushed tones, you can't really hear what they're saying as you open the doors and they both look up at once, uh, can I get a wisdom save from all of you, please?
1: Swear to god, Clips. 27? 21.
3: Not oh, wisdom. I'm sorry, 26. Oh, nuts.
2: 6, all in. Ah, <laughs> uh, Wyatt. Am I in love
0: again? Damien? i dirty 20. Damien, Virian, Avery, you all see the beautiful blue eyes of Calypso, and when they look up, they feel like they're looking directly into yours. The three of you have kind of already figured out what this is, and so the three of you, though you feel the pang in your heart, You do manage to just kind of almost grit through it, where you just can almost ignore it. Wyatt, as these blue eyes meet yours, you feel a true weakness in your knees, and you actually legitimately fall to your knees as you're just staring into her eyes, like two steps into the room.
6: Oh. Get up.
0: You see, Calypso does... Look directly at you, Wyatt, on your knees on the ground. Her perfectly shined silver armor with the massive uh, brand of atomism on the middle of the chest. Her red, long cloak behind her, her hair now an almost auburn red, kind of pooling over her left shoulder. As she stares at you, (sighs) I fucking hate everything about this. Get off your fucking knees! Do you have I do not have any feelings for you.
2: I have, I have room for Mrs. Wyatt. I
0: don't. I don't. Just hit Please.
1: him. <laughs> I just thwack him on the head as I walk past.
0: Thank you, Damien.
1: She's Please. mine. Wyatt, I am literally the most ace aromantic person to ever walk any universe. Uh, to just get up, you're embarrassing yourself and the rest of us, quite frankly. Well,
2: I will uh, get to his feet, but the slightly ticked off, but he's, his heart has been broken. It's, it seems all of a sudden like, hmm.
0: As you feel your heart break and this just... kind of, not even a look of like hate, but a, a look of disgust, like, at you. You can feel that the disgust isn't actually for you at all. You can also see that Calypso's, like, eyes just also give away the fact that she just feels disgusted by this power. You feel kind of the effect completely leave you, completely, as you just feel normal and you just stare at Calypso as you kind of stand slowly back off the ground.
2: Ooh, that was embarrassing. No offense. Um, Oof.
0: Will here? Okay. Right. Yes. Yes, we are. Please. Uh, I will inform. I'm. I'm not going to call the other four here. I will talk to Kai, Drauslava, and the rest of them myself after this. I. I, I don't know our next best move. I I do have news from Ganymede Square itself. No need to panic you. The square itself still seems to be completely normal. The party for the fucking people from hell is in its final week, so it is a bit chaotic. But everything is normal. Uh, There has been a bolo, though, put out on all of you.
1: By Grozny?
0: Uh, no. Uh, uh, actually, it appears Grozny has disappeared by all of my agent's accounts in Ganymede. Uh, it is Bolton who is currently in charge.
2: Um, they put a bolo out for all of us. Surely I can get that cancelled.
0: Oh, no, 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 it wasn't issued by the Ganymede City Police. It was issued by the Golden Crane Security Force.
1: Great. Right. Just great. Alright, right, I have a dumbass question. What actually is that, and how do I spell it? Uh, I'm Sorry, my lo- is bad. I haven't slept in, probably, in, like, days
0: uh B O L O. Uh and it's just a police term. Uh I don't know if it I'm sure that you guys use it on the UK too. But it just uh you're being brought in for questioning. It's if you are seen to be brought in. What is it Film actually on look lookout? Can't remember yeah. exactly what it stands for right now, sorry.
5: Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Beyond lookout. I didn't know what the word Yeah on lookout, right? there we go <laughs> I knew it was, was something say, super okay. simple. Yeah. They, the don't, on lookout. they don't
1: use that in the UK, they, they just have like a specific set of codes they go through. Yeah, Oh, exactly. um,
0: Here in America, you get anytime you're a person of interest, a bolo is issued for you. Mm. I
2: was just getting a slap from Chad and saying Famous. In America, it had to get
1: And there goes half of your base. <laughs> and,
2: and there, there goes so. like the best campaign. <laughs> God damn it, Matt! Why are you like this? I'm not saying. It's, it's, I'm my shake plate my plate. <laughs> I shake my tiny vodka
1: at you. Please joke. Barton is one of the names on the top on the floor where Barton that was. So I'm guessing he's one of the lieutenants.
0: Yes, he must be in charge of one of the lower floors of the Golden Crane.
2: The um, Ganymede Security Force was um, the Golden Crane. Sorry, Golden Crane Security Force was created um, oops, hundreds of years ago um, in the aftermath of Braddock's death. Basically, they took over all investigations, basically surrounding the Snatcher. Considering
1: well, Bart and I will ask for As
2: If the father, I from chat right now.
0: Right. Well. <sighs> it does appear that this bolo that has been issued on you, you are to be brought in alive at least, and you are to be brought directly to Bolton, it seems. I don't have any more information uh, about why you are to be questioned. But once again, it does appear that Ganymede Square itself is safe at this time. If you had any need to go back to retrieve anything that you had left.
2: I can't think of anything I've left there.
6: Oh, shit.
1: I raised an eyebrow, Marion.
2: I'm sure I've left someone waiting for a crunch, but... That's not, that's not crucial. That's not
1: crucial right now. As excellent as your can mutterings you, are, Carrie, your mic stop picking them up. Probably
5: yeah, be good because I feel like back. I mutter
1: too much. Nice. I was just telling White he's a terrible person under my breath.
2: They're it not crucial to the mission right now.
1: My dude, though,
2: every time I think about him, it makes me sad. It makes me sad too, but unfortunately, it's not crucial to the survival of Ganymede, does it?
1: Yeah. Well, your face. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Damien and so, via message. I should probably try and get back to those boxes.
5: Yeah.
1: And I look at Calypso and I'm like, our boxes from the keeper are still in the center, Still in the city.
0: Can I get a perception check from Virian, please? Yeah.
1: It's not bad. Eight.
0: That's 18 plus 6, 24. as Damien says, our boxes from the Keeper are still back in Ganymede. You suddenly, in your mind, here. <laughs> well, yours is in your bag, in case you need it ever. Consider this <laughs> Consider this acceptance of a favour owed. <laughs>
1: well, that's not horrifying. It's... Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm wearing headphones and everything's a lot more horrifying <laughs> things like that happen. Viren is. Viren's probably one of those people who always looks mildly anxious, but now it's gone into overdrive. <laughs> There's no way you can, like, subtly start rooting for your bag. (laughs) You,
0: You don't even have to root as you reach your hand down into your bag. Immediately, almost as if it was being pushed out of your bag, you feel your hand clasp around a black box. You see Calypso stare directly at you. Virion? Is, is is that what I think it is?
1: I, I don't really know. This shouldn't be with me. should be in the box with their stuff. Is it my box or is it a box of one of our dead compatriots.
0: <laughs> Make an investigation check.
1: Actually, I actually have something to this now. <laughs> investigation Which checks were always fun when they <laughs> were flat. <laughs> Which of our dead oh.
0: friends does it belong to? Uh,
1: that's a 10-all
0: then. Here in as you hold this box in your hand, you stare at it, and you, it, it's yours. This, you, you don't know why you know, there's no markings on it at all. And even when you got them the first time, they were just, they were black boxes. There was no markings on any of them. But the minute you touched it, you knew it was yours. And then as you hold onto this box in your hand and just stare at it, you this is yours. This has always been yours, it almost feels like.
1: Can I open it? Not like open it all the way, just kind of peek inside it.
0: Therian, you crack open the top of this box. And to give you an idea, it's probably about the size of a shoe box in the best way, not a big shoe box, but say like a smaller pair of shoes is the size of this box. And it has the same kind of lid. And as you, the first time you touched this lid, there was, there was no give, there was no seam on this box at all. But as you stare at it this time and put your hand on the top, there is, and it just cracks open. And as you stare into this crack, you feel, An immense, like, wave of cold, like, hits you and almost, like, chill you to the bone. But as you look in, you can just see glittering colors on the inside of it. Unable to make out what's inside the box is the dazzling lights that are just glittering through this crack. Like, they don't blind you, but they blind you to whatever is fully in this box.
1: I mean, I've made it this far. I'll
0: open the box full mm-hmm. if I can. You remove the lid completely, and for all of you, you all almost see like uh, just a blitz of colors kind of just almost erupt out of this box for a moment. But Virion, as you hold it in your hand and you look into it, and your eyes adjust you see a beautiful necklace with multiple like hanging crystals on it that just seem to pick up and reflect every piece of light that is or maybe even isn't there as it's almost brighter than the room itself. And you can see 10 of these hanging crystals on it. And they almost look like icicles hanging from this crystal necklace and you can see the final middle tenth crystal is circular and has multiple ridges on it and is beautifully intricate as you can see a snowflake as the final huge crystal in this catching every piece of light and just glittering and glammy just just shining every different way and your eyes just stare at this beautiful ornate necklace
1: Can I take it out of the box?
0: You can. Uh, you reach in to this box and as you grab onto this necklace, once again, you feel a cold kind of encompass your body, but not in a painful kind of way at all. Just, you can just feel your body like just chilled. It almost feels and your blood almost seems to run a bit slower in your veins as you lift this beautiful necklace into the air and you see it reflect and shine in the light, just taking this like glowing blue light of this like table and reflecting it into all these different colors, reds and blues and greens and oranges and every different color just sparkling constantly. And you hear Calypso's voice as, Birian, you can't even, Tear your eyes away from it as you hear Calypso. My, my God! That, 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 that artifact. That does not That hasn't been seen for millennia. What is it? What, what is it? That's the... that's the Fey Lord, the the Witch of the Woods, necklace. It hasn't been seen since she disappeared to the Tomes of Time. They thought that was lost with her.
1: The boxes will open when you need them most, but not before. Sorry, what was it called again? I was just seeing if I hadn't even... Uh,
0: related it to is, it? It is the necklace of the Witch of the Wood.
1: It's cold, Familiar to me when I pick it up. Like, it's a familiar cold, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, as Virion, you can't pull your eyes away from this necklace and the light seems to dance between all of these different icicle-looking gemstones suddenly for a second as these gems turn and one of them just the light hits just right you swear you see a set of purple eyes in it that you have seen before they almost stare back into your eyes with a bit of fury and rage that you can feel emanate from it but then they're gone <laughs>
1: I'm just going to keep hold of this for a minute, probably still just looking at it. Probably quite rudely blanking everyone else at the moment.
0: Uh, can I get perception checks from the other three of you?
2: bit twenty plus three.
1: Uh, only 15. Uh,
0: 13. Avery, it, it takes you longest to tear your eyes away from this dazzling necklace that Virian holds in their hand. But Damien, Wyatt, you both turn almost immediately from this see necklace to look at Virion. And as you stare at Virion, you suddenly see Virion disappear. Not disappear in the way that they're not there, but suddenly in their place, you see a massive seven foot tall, beautiful kind of woman. And as you stare at them, though, as your eyes shift, Each time that you move your eyes, even a second, it seems like you see a different kind of almost person of this woman where it's almost like looking at like one of those holographic cards from back in the day, where as you see at one point, she is a beautiful blonde woman with gorgeous blue eyes. But as your eyes turn even just a shade over, she then becomes a redhead with these piercing green eyes but always with this beautiful white skin. And you can see in a long, flowy, silvery dress as Virion now, instead, there stands this huge, and you can almost, you know thats not real, but you almost feel as if a power has changed as you stare at this huge woman now standing in the place where Virion was.
2: Dang. I'm you not buying You guys have seen that, right? I'm not like. V- what have you done to yourself? I mean, I'm not complaining, I mean, you, you, you're amazing, but. something weird, lad. Should you care, be a woman. Also, Virions. Man, thank you, but you know. <laughs> I don't judge people.
1: Do I have I'm, them? That's all. I'm very
0: uncomfortable. <laughs> Mirian, you haven't moved at all. You're standing there still holding the necklace in your hand. As you hear Wyatt and Damien, you can have a conversation about a beautiful woman. And you ask them, you hear them ask, are you okay? As you look and your hand is still, you, you still have, yeah, you, you're, you're staring at the necklace in your hand. You're. Yeah, you're fine.
5: What are you talking about?
2: Did it look like the woman's talking, or did it just coming from, like,
0: an image? Oh no, it looks like this huge woman, this beautiful woman, has turned her head, and as she turns, you see multiple different versions of her. As she turns and says, in a hugely, vastly powerful voice, exactly what... Virion just said, I know not what you are speaking of.
1: Virion, I think you've been possessed by the necklace.
2: Yeah, Virion, Vir- put the necklace down for a moment. let to see what happens. Very gently put the necklace back in the box for a moment. <sighs>
0: You all see, once again, Virion just standing in front of you as this image just disappears.
2: Okay, that was equal part creepy and cool.
0: I send
1: Virion like a mental message of what I just saw, like, <laughs> just a series of like still photographs,
2: <laughs> like screenshots, yeah. Yep, screenshots, <laughs> but
1: just with the caption, WTF.
5: Alright,
1: sorry, but I'm not like-
0: You see Calypso's just staring at you, her mouth just kind of hanging agape as she's just staring. I don't know. I don't I don't know what. And you see her just turn and she just turns around and like walks like five feet back and just puts her hands on that massive gold tome that is sitting behind her. And you don't hear her say anything, but she just puts her head down on it. And she just doesn't say anything. As you see... (laughs) Evelina turns and looks at Calypso for a minute before looking back at all of you. Um, Okay. Okay. Well, um, so, uh, according and once again, she has the journal that you saw before in her hand and she is like, clearly you see as you're all pretty smart people. You can see she's at a different page as you can see that she's near the end of this book and she looks down. Uh, Okay. Um, so, That is an artifact that has been uh, talked about uh, in our ancient times um, that was lost. Uh, Apparently, uh, the wearer can give themselves... Oh, it's... uh, A pure disguise that is undetectable, except by other fey lords, and that as many jewels as upon the necklace... They can bestow that power upon them for 24 hours. You got that from the keeper? Yes. As you see, Evelina pulls like a pen uh, from her jacket and makes a note in in her journal. Okay, um, I I think General Calypso um, needs needs a moment. Um, I have been instructed to tell you that you have full access to the uh, downstairs armory um, for any equipment that you would like, um, and. Uh, that maybe you guys should head down there for a minute to, uh, to give the general a moment to compose themselves.
1: Okay. I just close my box, but just away. I really walk away. <laughs> because now I'm just unsettled. <laughs> yeah, is that... so is that your one? was that Cal, OB's or Tam's? I think it's Yeah, we really shouldn't wait. Are they like teleported to you? Apparently so. I'd go to lower my voice. Just to try and make it to that just here. There's a voice in my head a minute ago, and I know if the type of people gesturing to warlocks, that's not abnormal. Maybe right. it's and, I'm paid. and then suddenly I have this favor that's that's what the keeper said about payment when I asked him about it yes he said we owe him a favor and we have to do it at some point Though so how he's going to redeem the favours when you know the other three are dead is Do the boxes pass on to people he chooses. Or... I don't see anyone who could answer that. Stairs in laws of succession for the keepers' mystical boxes doesn't seem completely out of the realm of possibility.
5: Huh. I'm
1: honestly kind of terrified of what one hell would be in my one Tam had a box, didn't she? Yeah (laughs) Damien had a soul It died along with his seven-year-old self You insensitive shit it died when he was thrown in a river and found out he didn't need to breathe, you little shit.
2: Maybe he gonna get one
1: back. He doesn't want your pity soul. That's why I want a full set of teeth by the end of this one adventure. <laughs>
2: this, is We're missing a this, in. this is Matt out of character making, making jokes. Feel good. Yes. But there is Damien. Wait, or on character.
6: <laughs> Run! Run! here? Oh, oh god, Bro, What are you doing here?
3: for ah! <laughs> Ryan Picasso to already be in the armory just checking out everything.
1: Ryan and Picasso are just on like this multi-dimensional adventure. They've been to Asator and now they've gone to Ulfarm. Oh
3: yeah, Somewhere. they were in Acetora and Ulfarm
1: they opened the door to the waste and went no and shut the door again see this is why rand is saying you should always eat weird mushrooms you find on ship
0: <laughs> like right bruh like the ones that grow in the wood like totally give you a way better high bruh another
1: of the total disappearance <laughs> <laughs> distant furious ally shouting of you took what Hey, leave the bros to their magic mushrooms. <laughs> but. More or less the deal when you won't, D, dammit. it! think mean, we should just go down to the armory. Yeah. it or not, I'm just as freaked out as she was. Yeah. Every time I feel like I'm getting some semblance of a grip, it just completely slips away from me. Do you think we ever get a holiday? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'd like, like, a few days just in our trailer to fuck around rather than deal with this. And er, just smiles. Oh yes, a few days. Me asking you please not to fret in my spellbook and you continually threatening my spellbook. Look, <laughs> like if your spellbook would stop it, either insulting you and making you sad, or deliberately interrupting my rituals right near the end, the last one was a three hour ritual, Verin. <laughs> Don't control what he does. I had to start over, Virian! <laughs> is David actually screeching us at this point? <laughs> oh, in message, this is the screech is <laughs> in message. The Just rest has like staring voice. Don't control what Taran does, and I think he'd probably somehow jump out and kill me if I tried to, so you know, it's not really in my jurisdiction. Yeah, this is in message as well. I'm guessing that's why you didn't mention anything to do with him to them. I enjoy being dishonest. It's just... I... I can't. You know? No, I get it. I told... they get to know nothing about the weird shit I know. I just didn't want to dob you in, as it were. To to I think a favor to find out in flux supporting like According him. to yeah. him. Um, I want to know
5: more about
1: this lad. Oh. And... ...bearable abandon the rude whispered conversation that clearly blocks out the opposite.
0: Avery, can you make me an Arcana check, please? I can.
1: But God, if you're looking at my magic again,
0: <laughs> high, so
3: I'm gonna add one of my D sixes. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, thirty-five. That's uh seventeen plus
0: thirteen plus five. Avery. As you are kind of, I, Avery, I would assume that Virian and Damien went out first, as Virian is the first one to said, we should just go to the armories. the two of them kind of exit the room and are having this, like, kind of personal conversation. And you are being very respectful. You're you know, trailing a good seven feet back. And then Wyatt himself is also, you know, another seven feet behind you. And as you're kind of just nonchalantly, just kind of following behind, petting your cat, just Looking at the walls as you go, you can't help but just, you know, glance over and as you just feel the just general magical presence of this whole like pyramid itself, and you can feel the magic emanating off of both Virian and Damien. And even, you know, that weird power that comes off of Wyatt and whatever the hell that thing on his arm is. As you're just kind of you know, petting your cat and just daydreaming as it were. Suddenly for a second you don't feel Damien's magic at all. But you stare forward and you still see Damien walking next to Virion. And then the magic is back. Still fluctuating, but there.
3: Gonna keep an eye on that. No point telling them, because they won't believe me, but I'll keep an eye on that.
0: As the four of you... It's true. Move,
1: I would believe you, I'd just tell you to mind your own fucking business.
0: As the four of you continue to make your way down this hallway, as you approach the main, uh, like, hall area, you can once again see Aldric kind of standing there leaning against the corner. Oh, hey, Um, so, Avelina sent me a message saying I should take you down to the armory, because Calypso needed a minute.
1: Broke your boss slightly.
0: Yeah, as I, uh, yeah, I'm, As I said to you, Damien, she puts on a strong face, but deep down, she's still just trying to figure this all out, just like the rest of us. But yeah, all right, uh, I can uh, take you guys down. We gotta head down to the basement to check out the armory. Right. And Aldrich turns and begins and he actually walks to the dead center of this uh, grand hall like area with all these different corridors jutting off of it. But as he steps to the middle of this hall, he actually bends down and pushes in one of the bricks. And as he does, you see a, about two feet ahead of him, a brick begins to as a staircase literally just begins to form and make its way descending, spiraling down and down as uh, Aldrich only waits, maybe as five steps have been completed, before stepping onto this staircase and making his way down and, you know, almost disappear- disappearing into the darkness quite quickly.
5: Let's just be
1: follow.
0: You all follow down this staircase and it keeps going and going and it actually almost becomes pitch black and you can't even see anything ahead of you. You can just hear the sound of these steps being formed over and over and the sound of Aldrich's boots kind of making the reverberating sound as they hit off this stone until suddenly the stops and as you all keep going down and you once again taking the lead this time you suddenly come to flat earth and you take a few more steps forward a couple more still and just this total pitch blackness even dark vision not piercing anything before suddenly you feel and all these like huge lights begin to pop off and turn on way above you. And suddenly this whole room becomes illuminated as you see Aldrich standing in front of you. Welcome to the armory. And can I get perception checks from all of you?
6: 30,
3: 20.
1: 21. Six.
3: Sorry. 19
0: All of you stare upon rows and rows. And all three of you being very magically attuned people, you realize you stare upon rows and rows of magically attuned items you can feel multitudes of different kinds of energies reverberating from all of these different rows and stacks of shelves. You can, you can see different armors and axes and necklaces and trinkets and swords and all different manner of items just lining this huge, probably hundred foot cavernous room this light just glinting off of different gemstones and different golden hilts and all sorts of different bracers and armors and basically anything you can imagine. The only thing you could ever kind of compare this to is the three of you being from Halshevik and though being living in a pe- time of peace, you still have seen the pictures of the great uh, spoils of war, if you will, where... This literally looks like someone took out an entire country's worth of magical items and has just dumped it into this room perfectly organized and prepared. And Aldrich looks at all three of you, or all four of you. Yeah, uh, so boss said you could grab a few things and uh, take them for your, uh, whatever you guys are getting up to. So uh, have at her, I guess. and this is why i told you maybe you should have the items thing handy and maybe have perused it if you will because at this time all of you get to select three items and they can be anything that is on the list that is either rare or below Mm. but if you do take a rare item that's you only get one rare item and then you get two common items you can take three uncommon items if you would like or three common items so if you take a rare item basically just you can't get you know three rare items does anyone have their list done not even close just
2: double
1: checking my thing but I'm basically then so, okay.
6: Hmm.
1: okay, yeah, I've got it. No. So I was say that's situational, but I feel like that could kind of handy. So was it one rare and two common?
5: Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Anyone else want to go to our
0: you know, Fury's been going first a lot this episode, so you know, let's keep the let's keep the boulder rolling.
5: Fair. Okay.
1: So um, for my rare item, I'd like, like to look for the elven chain. It's a medium armor, but I can use it even if I'm not proficient in it. According <laughs> to this. Because the idea of having a warlock with high AC is kind of hilarious to me, and I'm trying to keep
5: the trend going.
0: Mirian, as you kind of just stare at a moment at all these beautiful, you know, pieces of equipment and items and everything, and it takes you a moment, but your brain snaps to the beating that you've taken at times over the course of your adventure here in Wolfham, And you go, oh, that would help. And you quickly make your way over to, you see at first just a huge like set of plate mail armor. And you quickly, you know, through rational thinking go, probably armor's down this way. And you quickly kind of glancing over things, see that everything's actually perfectly labeled with Very nice writing, and you can see, like, what the item is and what it does. So it takes you no time at all as you quickly find an elven chain.
1: take the elven chain. Just kind
0: of looking like, sure, I can take things. You see Aldra kind of just looks up at you, and and once again, just the all-black, like, inky void of, like, the eye seems to... Even though he's, at this point, probably a good, like, 40, 50 feet away from you, you still feel like he's just looking directly into your soul with that eye. He just gives a thumbs up towards you.
1: Is he literally looking into my soul out of curiosity?
0: Yeah, you don't know. You could ask him.
5: Mm.
1: Well, that's even more unsettling. <laughs> okay. Now, <if> I'm allowed <laughs> to take two common items on top, I feel like reading. I- Um, a common wondrous item counts under that, yes? Just to double check. I like to look for a breathing bubble. Because it has like one hour of breathable air in it, and I feel like so when we're walking through the hospital, like considering that there may be like an airborne virus, and Damon's like, I don't need to breathe. I was thinking, that would be handy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, once again. You make your way uh, back to the main like aisle of these, you know, rows of items, and as you kind of walk by one, that seems looks like weapons. You walk by another, it seems to be what looks like potions. You look by another, and you look down the final row, and it just seems to be kind of just an accoutrement of many different things. And you see actually not very far down, an entire just almost what looks like a display of these breathing bubbles. As you see, this must be a very popular thing to have, and there's just multiples of them there.
1: I'd like to take one of them, and now if I can be a greedy shit and just take one more thing, I'd like to get a rapier. And a bit of an explanation, I was browsing around looking at different styles of sword because I figured Viren needs a dex-based weapon to try and cover all his bases. As I have a trident, but according to the app I use it's a strength-based weapon. And you know, warlock flat strength. <laughs> so I found this very pretty picture of a rapier, which I'm going to put in the chat. So <laughs> anything matching that description. It's silver and white and pretty, and I feel like if any sword screams Virion, it's that particular sword.
0: Uh Virion, you since you'd already made your way past the weapon section, you turn back around and make your way back towards it and you go down a little bit of a way. And as you're staring at all of these blades, you finally settle upon just a whole bunch of like rapiers that are all kind of just not like nailed to the wall, but they're just all kind of like seemingly hanging there. And as you look up, you see a beautiful, like once again, just glittering like rapier. And you're almost reminded of the necklace that you just got. And as you reach out, you put your hands around the hilt of this silver and blue rapier, and you instantly go, feel a bit of a chill go through you. And we will say this is a rapier of ice, so we will say that it counts as magical damage, and you will get plus one to attack rolls and plus one to damage rolls.
1: Ice.
0: And you can choose to inflict either piercing or cold damage with it.
1: Okay. That okay. Take this rapier and just give it one swing. Because coming from a noble background, I'm sure Virion is probably done. I don't know, fencing or some sort of sword sport. Probably feels fairly similar. So now there's just an elf rolling a sword around, looking a bit like an idiot. But hey, he's happy. For once.
0: The other three of you see Virian emerge back from this aisle, kind of almost like a 12-year-old child, like playing with this rapier in the air. But you can also see the glittering like chain that is now affixed to them, and also under their other arm, this breathing bubble, and just a smile on their face as they're kind of cutting the air as they walk back. Who would like to go next? I will. Ooh, Matt's ready. Alright Matt is Detective ready. Detective yes. Wyatt Stan.
2: Okay. Um Wyatt looks somewhat taken aback the amount of medical items in here and what to do when I was sort of like wandering to the you know, I arm and going over various aisles. Wyatt not sure what he wants, I'm guessing I think he's labelled, as he wanders down the aisles. And a few things do catch his eye, and he's like... Because one of the things that he's got a big problem with is that he can't do a lot outside of Ranger mode. He's got his gun, That's that it, really? So he's... He wants to learn some new stuff. Um, so, if anything is going to help him back, he's going to do um, He does... Um, he stops as he finds something in the rare section. So, this is his rare item he's picking up. He picks up a necklace of fireballs. Which has 1d6 plus 3 uh, pearl, uh, pearls on it. Each pearl, each pearl thrown equals one fireball spell. Uh, you can also throw the entire necklace. I would not be throwing the whole necklace.
0: Uh, for sure. Okay, so one, uh, I need two, you... Yep, roll me a d6 right away.
2: Four. So that's seven pearls.
0: Why, as you're you know, going from shelf to shelf and reading all of these descriptions... You find yourself in the just whole, like, row of, like, necklaces and pendants and suddenly these almost glowing red orbs on this gold chain of a necklace catch your eye and they almost seem like they are moving and living as you stare at this necklace of fireballs with its seven pearls and you pick it up and you have that to your inventory now. Um... Cool, right, and the
2: next two. Um, why looking for something which helps help, he, he spots a couple of items, and one of them he picks up um, is a shift weave. The shift weave, right. um, basically has five outfits in one, allowing them to uh quick change whenever needed. At, at, into anything he—they do like five different outfits, but so that might be quite useful at some point for like disguises, etc, like it That never never can hurt. another thing he's picking up is um, spell shard. Uh, spell shard. Mhm. Spell shard basically allows uh, the user to treat it like a spell book. So, uh, Wyatt can hopefully um, combine that with his Mystic Mode to uh, increase the amount of spells he can learn for Mystic Mode if the DM is being generous.
0: We will uh, have to see if uh, that'll work out for you or not. But you do see that as you're kind of digging through the final accoutrement road, just has all these different things. Once again, Wyatt, you're kind of just staring around, like not knowing what you want, and you're just suddenly kind of called to these two items, this packet of clothing that says shift weave, that says it can be any kind of clothing, and you go, you know, I you know, change a lot of clothes. I go from a plainclothes detective, to an officer, to a Power Ranger, to everything else. So this this makes sense. And then you keep looking about and you see this glowing just
4: beautiful
0: blue kind of almost shimmering rock and you feel the magic emanating from it and you go, well, maybe I could find a use for this as well. Well,
2: Quiet is happy with what he's got and he will uh, wait for it until he's finished.
0: The other two of you see Wyatt walking back towards where Virian still is slashing the air with his rapier, and Aldrich is just standing with his arms crossed over his chest, just almost looks like he's just standing in place sleeping. But then if any of you make a move, you immediately see his eyes like hone in on you. So we know he's paying attention, but also not. It's a very odd thing as he leans against a wall. But Damien, Avery, which one of you would like to go next?
3: I go because I'm. I think I know what I want, but I'm just taking one last look through the rows just to be sure. I have two out of my three. I don't
1: know
3: a third. But... Okay, there's one last thing I want to. Read. There's one last item I want to quickly read over just to be sure, and then I've got my items.
1: I've got mine, I am laughing at one of them where it's kind of, I've got two for like functionality and one just to be edgy yeah, thanks.
0: So, someone's gotta be the edge lord
1: it's Damien
3: <laughs> so the rare item that really sticks out to me is the did do that there's an item called the Arcane Grimoire, which is a rare item. Um, as a rare item, it gives you a plus two to your spell attack rolls and a plus two to your spell save DC.
0: Avery, as you are digging around in the final row of magical items, there's all of these different like grimoires and things that you kind of touch it nothing really seems to you know do anything and until you lay your hand on this arcane grimoire and you almost feel like a light like touch your soul and it feels warm to your touch as you pick it up and it almost feels like lord obadiah is smiling at you as you hold this book for a moment
3: Very I like that book very much. <laughs> that's that's spicy that is. Um for the common items um I the I need like for your permission for one of them. Um I've got an, I I found an item called um cast off armor. wondering... Ah, no, ah, the prerequisite. Never mind, the prerequisite is you do need armor. I was gonna say, could I turn that into, like, one use of mage armor? Like, for long rest.
0: As you're kind of looking about through the shelves and such, you come to kind of this whole section of like rings. And as you are looking over the rings, you see a ring that is kind of a smoky gray, almost looking like, uh, could be a robe almost, but it's hard. And as you look at the uh, inscription, uh, it says ring of of armor. And as you pick it up, you can feel that this is exactly what you're looking for and will allow you to cast mage armor once per day.
3: the last item because as I mentioned Avery's now in his um, academy robes and as I said just sue me or whatever they they look a lot like Dr. Strange's robes uh, and the last thing that I've seen is a cloak of billowing which as a bonus action it billows dramatically <laughs>
0: As you walk uh, down this uh, final row of just a kind of accoutrement things, you come to the final, like, dark corner of the room, and you see just a whole bunch of, like, items that definitely have gathered a fair amount of dust as they haven't been used or found a use for in a long time. And as you're kind of looking at through these... You see on a very old plaque that clearly hasn't been updated in many, many moons. You can make out in a or very old font, Cloak of Billowing. Very good for parties. And you go, yep, yep, this is for me. Nice. Right.
3: Nice no, no, red cape no, like cloak. Now as I walk back to the others at Billy extremely.
2: No, I would have a lie. I was thinking about taking one, but I thought it really wouldn't fit a white, so.
1: You already have a cape.
2: Exactly. I
0: thought Damian. it was a half
2: cape and you threw a fit
1: about this already.
0: It's true. I already gave you a half cape. Damien exactly. as You are still standing there watching. Uh you see It almost looks as if Spawn himself walks back out this aisle as Avery with his huge red cape billowing behind him walks out with a huge smile on his face, a blue book in one of his hands, and kind of staring at this grey ring in his other. This was a very worth it visit, by the way, guys.
1: Uncertain, Damien, is uncertain.
0: But (laughs) Damien, what kind of shit would you like?
1: (laughs) Uh, we'll go backwards on my end, but we'll do my rare one last. First things first. Masquerade Tattoo. which is like the magic needle that basically creates another tattoo to just kind of fits in with the living ones on Damien's skin anyway. But it gives me, it gives me disguise self. Just kind of once per short rest, just like whoop.
0: Damien, you find yourself in the kind of potions aisle. And as you kind of keep walking, you catch a glint out of the left, uh, your left eye, and as you turn, you just see this whole kind of like wall of needles that all are like labeled on the bottom with magical tattoos and two different ones, and you pull off this masquerade needle, and as you touch it to your skin, it immediately does basically become one with you as it bleeds into your arm and forms this almost laughing kind of drama mask where the one side has the smile, the other side has the frown, but it seems to almost move with the moving of your other moving tattoos, so sometimes it'll be happy as you turn your hand over, but then as you turn your hand to the other side, you see the sad face.
1: Uh, Second's Dark Shard Amulet, which is a warlock attuned common item where I can use it as a spellcasting focus to cast a warlock cantrip that isn't on my spell list and if I pass a arcana test which is only a 10 so that's alright with Damien's specs I succeed Uh aha just give me a few more options arcana wise
0: like it like it once again this uh, as you make your way out of the potions aisle and you turn you're kind of at the far end and you can just walk by the uh, whole aisle of necklaces and pendants and out of your eye you see this just deep black crystal on this kind of almost black like choker of a necklace and it just basically calls out to your entire aesthetic (laughs) and it almost looks like your tattoos themselves kind of like pull towards it as you walk forward and grab onto this necklace.
1: And last, but by no means least, the rare iteration of Rod of the Pact Keeper. Because my boy wants... I get a bonus to spell attack rolls and saving throw. And because I'm getting the rare iteration, it's plus two. So, like, my saving throw now is a 19. for people resisting my spells.
0: Oh (laughs) shit! People getting beefy up in here. But yes, well, it was you... E- it was either
1: that or the one that gave me 19 constitution.
0: Damien, as you walk by the necklaces and pendants after grabbing this one, you make your way as you're near the weapons aisle. And once again, on the end of this, you see like quarter staffs and other kinds of like rod-like weapons. And you see just a kind of it doesn't even look like, a, it almost looks like a quiver, if you will, as these kind of like short quarries or like, let me say that word, quarry, quarry sticks. There we go. Cory. not quiry. quarry sticks, like style. Uh, it has this black and gold like pattern over it that almost looks like the gold was just thrown in it and is like splashed across it. And it has this wonderful like head of a judge on the top of it. And you can feel it like kind of swish through the air as you feel the magic kind of course through you as you pick it out of the pack.
1: Ah, That head looks like someone I killed.
0: And as Damien turns and walks back, you, the other three of you now probably, you know, fully played with all of your items, kind of. Now focusing back on the task at hand, kind of look up as you see and Avery, you see the magic around Damien, kind of coursing around him. And you once again see it completely cut off for a second. And then it turns back on. But all of you now have picked all of your items and Aldrich looks at all of you Oh alright, uh, so we good? You good? You find whatever you were looking for. Cape billows.
3: <laughs>
5: Dork.
0: You I'm see not, I'm still getting used to it, it just does that sometimes. See Aldrich raise an eyebrow as he looks at the red cape billowing behind you? I can't believe we've had that in here.
1: It's your cat familiar just trying to bat it. Half <laughs> mm. <laughs> bit the cat
2: be just kicking to the back of it. be fair.
0: <laughs> right. Well, uh... <laughs> I'm uh, sure the uh, General has calmed down by now, so I'm sure you guys can head back up there if you want.
3: See, all done down here. Nice sword, by the way, Barry.
6: Colour sync shit. (laughs)
5: Question mark? It's
2: got a certain amount of finesse to it. I like it. What? With his necklace around his neck?
0: then the four of you just going to head back to the Klyptos War Room? I mean, you don't have to at this time. You can do, it. honestly, whatever you want. Your pyramid is your oyster, if you will.
1: I'll head back.
2: Well, I'll head back as well. I'm gonna lag
1: behind slightly. I know it's pointless, but after the conversation with Virion, I'm going to try and summon Julius again. Now that I've felt like that surge of magic from new objects.
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep to the back and See what kind of mood Damien is in after they try and summon Julius, because they kind of need to know what's going on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll say
3: like, that... So first, so.
0: You will see you see that uh, Virion, once again, just really kind of take charge kind of day for Virion. The Sparkly Ones really come into their own in this pyramid, it seems, after the whole Beholder incident. But you see Virian making his way up the stairs, Wyatt following after, and then you see Avery following after, but stopping about six stairs up and kind of peeking back around the corner as Damien lags behind. And Damien, can I get you to roll me three d12s, please? Uh oh, that is
5: the 12
1: and eight and a four. Multiples of four, baby. <laughs>
0: Damien, you lag behind the others, holding this basically rod of magical power in your hand, feeling this black choker of dark energy around your neck as well. When you focus everything that you have as hard as you can on bringing Julius to you, you can feel You feel as if you might break this rod in your hand as you just focus and focus and call to the void, bring me my fucking bird, now! (laughs) And you just keep focusing as you open your eyes, you're once again in that white room and you can maybe move your neck, you can... You turn your head just slightly to the right, and once again, you see Julius there, perfectly intact, but completely unmoving in what appears, and now seeing it again, what appears to be a perfect bubble around him, suspending him in complete stasis, unmoving, but safe. And you stare your head turn just slightly you stare at Julius and you try and turn your head to try and pick up anything as Virian asked you last time is there anything that you recognized or heard and as you turn your head back back towards this forward you don't see anything but you hear a think. and suddenly you're standing back in the armory and you can feel blood just Pouring from your nose as both nostrils began to just drip and pour blood. Fucking Avery, make me a perception check. Uh- 24. Avery. As you kind of stand on these steps and kind of creepily, but just really because you're trying to honestly do some good. You're not trying to be a creep about this or anything like that, but Damien is kind of in the best words, a powder keg and in such needs to be approached in that way. So you kind of watching as Damien and You can see, once again, the magical energy coming off of him is just crackling about. It just, just crackles all around him. Can I get an arcana check real quick?
6: 13,
3: so on the dice, so
0: altogether 26. Avery, as you watch... Damien just, you can see the energy, this black kind of shadowy, viscous energy just crackling all about him. And you can feel the energy radiating off of him. As you stare at him, you watch as this happens. And for one brief second, just the briefest of moments, you feel a different energy. You feel an energy that you felt in the hospital. You feel that dark kind of power that you felt there when you saw the remains of the machines. For one brief second, you feel an almost machine-like energy come off of Damien before it's right back to his normal chaotic energy. Before it stops completely, and you see blood begin to pour from Damien's nose, and you see him just, FUCK! I'll
3: keep moving, because I don't think this is the time to bring it up.
0: Can I have a perception check from you, Damien? Yeah. 11...
5: Uh,
1: 28.
0: Damien, you... feeling the blood pouring from your nose, you look up just in time to see the flowing red cape that you know Avery just put on recently, as it kind of whips around the corner of this spiraling staircase.
1: Lose the cape if you want to spy.
3: (laughs) I'll get him under control in a minute. Possibly. I think I need to bring this up but Avery is not a very socially good character very socially skilled character and bringing this up to Damien is even harder even if you are a socially skilled character could I what because obviously I saw what Damien was like just before I walked off Did Damien seem pissed?
0: You saw the magic crackling around them. You felt that odd twinge of something else. And then you saw them start bleeding and say, fuck. Are they annoyed about something? For sure. What it is, who's to say? You did see them do this same similar thing when you guys were all in the cafeteria, where they also said "fuck" really loudly before storming off into the kitchen to get more coffee.
3: I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wait till after this meet to bring that with them.
0: Damien, at this point, do you follow after?
1: I'm gonna give him like a minute head start. so it doesn't seem like I'm chasing him up the stairs.
0: <laughs> look at this a kinder, softer Damien. jeez.
1: look uh, oh, at that and I need to you know wait out the blood loss before doing strenuous activity.
0: <laughs> Damien, it takes a while. Your nose to stop bleeding this dark, dark blood from your nose. But you feel okay. It's it takes you a moment You feel fine. And you then begin to make your way up the stairs.
1: Is it my normal blood?
0: I don't know, is it? Make well, an investigation my- check. Yeah. This is.
1: Just- like, Damien's blood is less oxygenated than normal people's because they're going But it's never really been dark. Though. Oh, a whole plus two to genius, okay
6: 15.
0: You stare at this cool of blood in your hand, at this one it's come out of your nose. And you realize and think to yourself, the whole time I've been dealing with this, I've never once actually looked down at what's been coming out of me. And as you stare into your hand, the dark liquid kind of swishes about for a second, and before you poke it with your other hand. And as you poke it, the liquid solidifies. And on that note, that is where we are going to end this week's Escape from Farm.
2: Thank you to everybody for listening to this episode of, uh, of Dungeons & Junkies um we'll go to the table now and um just give our social information and we'll start with chad
0: hello i'm chad and today i played insert name here and i had a very wonderful time doing it i hope you enjoyed me playing insert name here if you would like to hear me on any other podcast check me out on visionaries global media and of course you want to follow me on twitter you can do so at chads underscore mind or at vftr2p0 always a good time caitlin what up mortals
1: i'm caitlin uh i've i've been here (laughs) that's my i run a separate ttrpg podcast featuring all of these wonderful lot called dice and suffering it's where my d campaign is. It's also where we play Blades in the Dark featuring clowns and hookers and lasagna. And no, none of that makes sense. It barely makes sense to me and I, I listen to it. I also write articles about games and mental health on mindgame.org. Woo. End transmission. Kerry. Hello, I'm Kerry. Like everyone else here, I don't really have any big projects going on. I'm just the one they kind of can't get rid of. Anyway, I am Shirabeans on Twitter, where I lurk a lot and post very little. But I also get to supervise the Dungeons and Junkies Art Instagram, which is just Dungeon Junkies on Instagram. Goodbye. See you later. Alex.
3: Yes, I am Alex, and I play insert name here as to copy Chaz's trend because that was a pretty cool trend uh you can find me at spiderbread uk on twitter you can find our main show at game junkies pod and you can find this ever-growing collection of dungeons and dragons content on dungeons and junkies
2: indeed you can find me at matt at uk thank you again to everybody for listening thank you to everybody who's playing and uh we're out of here
0: podcast was brought to you by me Chad in conjunction with Visionaries Global Media and Mad Attack Productions